I bought some uh, honeycomb from uh, the Renaissance Fair a couple years back. And that's the super nice thing about honey is it doesn't go yeah. bad. So, but it's also fucking great on toast because it gets just the right temperature that the that the, uh, the wax melts in and all the honey spreads so evenly. Because that was my problem when I first had it. I first tried it, I uh, just like took a spoon and just had a spoonful. I'm like, this is pretty good. My mouth is covered in wax now. <laughs> but, uh... I should, uh... So you do like the taste of honey, then? Yeah, I like it. Okay. See, I'm not a big fan of the taste of it. It's... I like it in stuff, but I've... It's fucking great. But I, I don't really just, like, fuck with it by itself. By itself, it's a little acidic. Mm. Um, it, 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 But just, like, on some toast, honey on toast is great. Maybe put a little bit of, like, some cinnamon brown sugar on there. Ooh, baby. You got yourself a breakfast. You got yourself a breakfast. Um, Although I could never, I never got the super sweet breakfast, where it's just like, yeah, I'm having. Yeah, that's a weird one. I, I still like some breakfast. Yeah, I still like cereal. I that definitely counts. I haven't had cereal in a while. The closest thing I have to cereal is Chex Mix. It's another one I've been on a recent kick of. I didn't for years, and then recently, for the last like two three months, I've been taking down some cereal. What's a good cereal? I don't know. I, I my go to my go to if I can't think of anything and just you know going from a go to it's uh, yellow box Cheerios. Cheerios, just, are... just regular Cheerios are really, like whatever reason, just the plain toasted taste of that is is my jam. This is gonna be weird, um, but I think. That regular Cheerios remind me of cat pee. Oh. I have no idea why. That's a weird one. It's very weird, but I, I, I for some reason, associate Yellow Box Cheerios with cat <laughs> with pee. With cat pee. Okay. And it's not like we had a cat that, like, pissed in a box of Cheerios or something. It's just, that's the or even Or even were around particularly cat pee-smelling cats. But for some reason, yellow box Cheerios. When I, when I bite into them, I think about cat pee. For some reason, <laughs> it's a weird mm. thing. Yeah. But yeah, I would say that's probably my go-to. I think if I had to go for one, just off the top of my head, I'd probably go with like honey bunches of oats. Hmm. Otherwise, I do like stuff with marshmallows in it when I've got a sore throat because marshmallows are real good on sore throats. There's something about a freeze-dried marshmallow that's really good. Yeah, those little cereal marshmallows are definitely a win. They're kind of they kind of just dissolve. If you don't get to them quick enough, I like if you can catch what? them before they really soak any water and they still have that like crunch to them. Water? <laughs> yeah, that's how everybody <laughs> drinks their cereal, right? Uh. Milk. You know. uh, well, I, uh, I'm also <laughs> a cereal freak. I usually go for it dry. Ooh. Yeah, I can understand where the cat litter, cat pee association would come with with certain cereals, then. I just like, I like dry cereal. I like, I like crunch. I like, I like, I like a whole bowl of crunch. 
I think that's also why I do not like Captain Crunch because it. Uh, that's too crunch. If you go, if you if you eat that dry, that is just like, oh, why is my mouth bleeding? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, my gums are just shredded. My cereal does not cut the roof of your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> that is definitely a lie. It does for sure. Oh, man. I wanted to make a joke about how this is our segment, Serial. This is the podcast, Serial. But I don't know enough about the original podcast, Serial, to make any uh, relevant joke. Ooh, and, uh, yeah. I, I could, I wouldn't be able to go along with it well, because I'm just learning about the uh, podcast, Serial, now. From me? Yeah. <laughs> what if they made a cookie... This is completely off-topic, and it's no. derailing us from starting... But what if they made a cookie that was full of hot pus? <laughs> but it was tasty. Oh. But it was very sticky. Oh, see this is this was the this was the ending I was I was hoping you would bring up. Yeah. I would buy boxes. Okay. And boxes and then throw them immediately in the trash because I don't like that. <laughs> well no, see see the trick is that you toss the cookies on a on a hot skillet. You toss your cookies on a hot skillet after you open up a box of the cookies. Yeah, you open up a box of cookies and you take two or three out. You toss them on a hot skillet so oh, that the, the inside can get nice and uh, it's get, it kind of gets like a creme brulee texture, but it stinks really bad because you're frying up you're frying up food pus. It's basically like what if gushers were a cookie and gross. But delicious. I can't stress this somehow, enough. Somehow I can't it's stress this enough. Though. It's very. Gr- it's like a very gross experience, but it's a very delicious God, flavor. Oh my god! Oh my god! I need another. I need more. Yeah, maybe it's a thing where everything tastes fine. It's just like a texture nightmare. Yeah, I'm all about that. If you could get it chunky in all the wrong places like like, tapioca pudding well like blue cheese because tapioca i think is too consistently lumpy while blue cheese i think there's sometimes where you can get it where it's just like sometimes you're sucking on that cyst cookie and and it's just like you're getting a real good suck and then then you just get a big chunk of oh yeah you need a kernel yeah you get a good big kernel yeah oh my god this is the worst thing we've ever talked about I mean, the worst thing you've ever talked about, once again. I mean, you brought you brought the phrase curdle into I it. I suppose. That's a, that's a vivid description. Oh, man, by <laughs> one word, you gotta bring it all on, all on me. Uh, no, I mean, you were just, you were just yes-handing me. You were, you were, you were playing, you were playing in the space. <laughs> I've been, I've been there. Yeah. Hey everyone, I'm Meryl. And I'm Eric. And this is Swamp Things I Hate About You, the show where we talk about the 1990s Swamp Thing series. And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, the season 3 episode. Uh, it's episode 24, The Chains of Forever. 
Chains of for at what a name. What a name. It kind of makes sense, but it's it also It just sounds real terrible. overly dramatic. Yeah. Something that you'd write in like sixth grade. Oh, this is my poem. It's called Chains of Forever. It's about how grown ups suck. And the world's bringing me down and uh and I don't have time to do my homework and play basketball. And can you guys just think of the hypocrisy? Thank mm. you. Don't even bring up the hypocrisy of this. And then it's a uh, 12 minute screamed poem. Yes. I remember for a creative creative writing project, I uh, thought I'd really bring it home by having a part where I yelled. <laughs> and it did not have the reaction I wanted. It more just frightened people. <laughs> Because it was already a very weird story up to that. <laughs> but then I'm just like, oh, I'm going to add a little juice. I'm going to yell. A little juice. That's how, that, that's how people uh, get into it. And people were not into it. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure... Oh, that's actually one of the few stories I wrote for school that didn't end with, like, a meteor crashing into the Earth inexplicably. Mm. And that's how it ended. And I'm done thinking yeah. meteor hits. Uh, but we're not, we're not talking about uh, uh, poor high school creative writing projects. Or are we? Well, and one could argue. Hey, speaking of writers... Who uh who wrote today's episode? Oh, um uh actually this one was almost an autobiographical uh episode slightly written by Alex's older brother Randy Holland. Randy Holland. Yes. Uh, um the um the um tallest of uh all of the Hollands. Okay. And uh who directed this bad boy? Um his uh, good friend uh, Mitchell Bach. Mitchell Bach. Yeah, I, I don't have a joke. I don't have a joke for that one either. Get a more funny name. Yeah, Mitch. Mitch. Punk ass Mitch. Yeah, he. Uh, but direct, honestly, if you do want to come on, shit out of this episode because I'm not really trying to give too much away, but wasn't a bad one. Alright. In the scheme of things, I, I didn't hate this episode. Or did you? We'll see. But. Yeah, you can. Misleading. My misleading hints are you, always you misleading. At, you at least write down your score for the episode beforehand. Yeah. I do pretty much right on the spot when I'm done with the episode. It's freshest in my mind at that point. I wait to judge it till we're done talking about it. I'm ripping it, Because uh... there's been some episodes where I thought I would go lower, and then we talked about it, and, um... We just, like, figured some stuff out, and it's like, oh, no, that does make sense. Okay, that makes more sense. And I'm like, oh, I'll give it a little, I'll give it, I'll give it a little bit higher of a score. Mm. Um... <clears throat> But yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, so today's episode starts off with a man and a woman uh, walking down a pier, enjoying the sights. 
as uh, we hear a voiceover from a woman begin. The search had taken us all over the world. We'd seen many incredible things, but the sacrifices had been great. Our relationship was falling apart. And then uh, the scene transitions to the couple now in some sort of uh, store for uh, antique maps, it looked like. Yeah, some kind of bookshop, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it might have been a bookshop. Um, And then, uh, yeah, her voiceover continues. I longed for children, family, friends. But Robert could think of only one thing. The fountain. Uh, so, so then uh, in this scene, we see Robert uh, is showing the uh, shopkeeper two old books and asks him uh, if they've got a deal. Uh, the shopkeep tells him uh, most people don't even know about the map that they're looking for. And even less are willing to part uh, with antique books just to take a look at it. It's like, whoa, what's going on here, guys? This isn't your normal uh, couple walking into the antique bookseller. I don't think so. That, I wonder what percentage trip. of people walking into the antique bookseller, though, is people on some strange on a hunt search? like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably less than we'd hope. I feel like it's a lot of just nerds. Just being like, I need, I, I need this. Yeah, I need, this I need the thing. art of war. I need this for cartography. First, first edition. Um. So yeah, the shopkeeper takes out uh the old map from behind the counter. Uh, it's apparently of the uh of the local area, but from 1532. What? That's the past. That's like 20 years ago or something. That's. More than you can count on one hand. That is for sure. Uh, so Robert asks for some uh, time alone for them to uh, to look over the map. And uh, the shopkeep goes to uh, put his new books in his office. As Robert and Celia, his wife, uh, start cross-referencing uh, the map with uh, papers that they've brought. Celia asks if it's the right map, and Robert tells her that this has been the missing piece that they're looking for. While they're checking everything over, the shopkeep is skulking in the background, looking over their shoulders. It's being a real fucking creep. Yeah. Uh, Robert looks over the map and uh, says that it's near Huma. Huma? Huma. It sounds a lot like a... uh... Little village we know about. A little, yeah, a little, a sleepy little berg. Um, so as soon as he mentions Huma, the shopkeep pipes up uh, to tell them that uh, their time with the map is over. And uh, also, he couldn't help but notice that their map has uh, writing on it that translates to the Fountain of Youth. Oh. Whoa. The what? The Fountain of the Youth. Oh, the Utes. Two Utes. Two Utes. Two Utes. <laughs> uh, is that, what was that you just said? Two Utes. Trying to Utes. Say, trying to say youths, sir? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Utes. Two Utes. And that's been our My Cousin Vinny Corner. <laughs> hey. Um, so the shopkeep tells them that he knows a very rich, powerful man that would pay them very well for that map. Robert says it's not for sale, but, uh, the the shopkeeper tells him to name his price. 
Uh, so frustrated by the shopkeeper's persistence, Robert and Celia pack up their papers as uh, Celia's voiceover starts again. The bookseller was determined. He made a phone call, which was to follow us. And why not? After all these years, it seemed like everything we ever had seen or done followed us. And yet nothing or no one really followed us at all. We were drifting down a river of time, alone. And so uh, we see that the bookseller was calling Arcane. Uh, Graham asks him if it was uh, good news as he gets off the phone. Arcane tells him it could be, or perhaps it's just another legend. But soon they will see. Then we have the opening credits. And we find out on Legends of the Hidden Temple. You, Silver, (laughs) why did I go with Silver? That's the the one I couldn't remember. What was it? It was like teal Um, uh, tapirs? Yes. Uh, (laughs) And the The aquamarine... uh, um, um, Uh, Aardvarks. Aardvarks, yeah. Ants. Aunts. Aunts. Oh, haven't you grown? I'm going to pinch your cheeks. Right. Oh, my cheek. That's that's our uh, sound of uh, what it's like to have your pinch. That's the sound. Pinched. That's the sound of a grabby ant. Grabby, grabby ant. Grabby Hansy ant. ant. <laughs> yeah, we did the thing. It's a classic comedy bit. But just some cool coop kids looking for cool coop kicks. Alright, and that was our catchphrase corner where we tried a bunch of catchphrases <laughs> and see what sticks. How many corners have we had this episode already? Uh two or three. So far. So if you can tell us what shape we are by the end of this episode, I think there's an extra point for uh, whoever can do that. Oh, what shape of room we're in? Yeah. With all the corners? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the trick. We're actually in a circular circular. Because at the end of this, this is all about the points, you know. It is. Well, we haven't fully revealed the ongoing ARG that everyone should... Have already gotten all the you, If you didn't for. catch on to the whole point system yet, you're really, really falling behind at this point. Like, go back and re-listen to all 45 ep- more because we had the extras. But Yeah, the extras don't fully t- tie into the ARG, but they are supplemental material for a secondary Yeah, we do still ARG. show out a few here and there, so you gotta kinda watch for those ones. Yeah. A lot of Easter eggs in those ones. But, uh, and yeah, if you're not of- on it. A lot of yeaster eggs because of um, egg, egg, egg beer. Yes. Egg beer. All the, all the egg beer. All the egg beer. <sighs> yep. Yep. All right, back to it, though. So when we come back from the opening credits, uh, we pan up on Tress's house as a car pulls up and Celia's voiceover says, When Robert and I first met... It was the clearest spring day you could imagine. He was so different then, young and excited over the prospect of our lives together. The fear has changed him. The fear of death. Ooh. What you saying? <laughs> it was That's all we can say. That's all we can say. That's all we can say. 
because it is... They're coming after you now. <laughs> the OC or the band? OC. What was that thing you were saying the other episode about gold? You kept going like, oh, Oh, because that's the, uh... Oh, yeah. The, uh... The, whatchamacallit for gold. AU. Um, so, uh... Robert and Celia get out of their car as, uh... Robert tells her they're so close now. Celia asks, uh, what if he's wrong? What if the map is more wishful thinking than history? Robert whines, It isn't! And uh, begs Celia for one last chance to show him he's right. And he, <laughs> he is throws acting like, his trucks. He's acting like a fucking bitch yeah. in this. It isn't just history. It is real. He's, he's full on tantrum yeah. mode. Um, <clears throat> he tells her that they'll be together forever. Um, and then... Uh, they head to the house as we cut to Will on the roof, hitting part of it with a hammer, I suppose, to fix it mm-hmm. in some capacity. That's how you fix it. You just kind of smash the beams with a hammer. Yeah. He might be nailing something in, but it kind of just... It's just like, nail, just... like a nail into a beam randomly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fortif- fortifying this here wood. This is what Tressa did. This is what I'm going to do. Um, <clears throat> one of these new state-of-the-art shingle systems. Uh, so they uh, ask if he's Mr. Kip, and it is super weird to hear Will referred to as Mr. Yeah. Uh, but they uh, they want to go on a swamp tour to a specific Ooh. part. Levesque Bog. Levesque Bog. Down there on the bayou there. Ooh. Yeah, I got my old swamp band you voice got shrimp on. voice. Got my old scrimp voice. <laughs> go on. <coughs> Gonna get some peel and eat scrimps down at the old bayou. <laughs> it's very limited to what I can say. Okay. I can say scrimps and bayou and gnawlings. And yo. Yo. Down there by the old bayou. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, yeah, they want to go to Levesque Bog. Uh, is it Levesque or Levesque? I wrote down Levesque because okay. that's how they that's how I heard them say it. Okay. But it might have been yeah, it might have been like Levesque or I have I had Levette, but I questioned it when I wrote it. It's not very important, I don't think. Just fake parts of this fake swamp. Yeah. Um but Will says he can take them there. Uh but it is pretty far deep into the swamp and that's all the information we really need to know is that it's hard to get to uh celia makes a weird comment about uh rainbows and pots of gold and this makes will a little suspicious and he says uh maybe they should talk about swamp tours some other day and then robert tells will he'll give him anything for this and, uh, and, it, and he really, really had some weird implications anything. when he said that. Uh, Celia remarks that he'd even give up his marriage, apparently. And uh, so Will says he doesn't think uh, he's the guide for them. He doesn't want to get in, in the middle of this relationship tiff. And then uh, Robert real bitchily tells Celia, Well done, darling. And then uh, storms off as uh, Swamp Thing watches from the distance. So, 
We cut over to the Humma Inn as uh, Graham is tossing the uh, one of the rooms, desperately looking for something. And uh, out in the hall, Robert and Celia are fighting. He says uh, maybe he has a month left at most. Uh, she tells him that uh, she wishes it was all gone. What could it be, though? Um, he says that um, once they get to the fountain, they'll have all the time in the world. So, uh, Robert uh, opens the door to see Graham girl going through their shit, just fully tossing their room. Uh, so, Robert goes to grab him, uh, and uh, as, uh, <clears throat> so Robert goes to grab him as he rushes to the window, but uh, Graham pulls out a gun and gives it off a little fire. He goes, like, a little, like, Ooh, a little shoots bacuity. it up into the corner, just for a scare. He just kind of pull. it seems like he just pulls it out, and as he pulls it out, he's just pulling the trigger as he's just kind of whipping it around uh. the room. It seemed like he just, it seemed like he accidentally fired it. It looked like to me that he pointed it up to the corner and shot to scare him. Maybe. I thought. That's what I thought. I, I, my, I like my headcanon where he just is a little wimp and he just kind of... I don't know. Grim's really been structuring up as the only... Competent henchman he is? Yeah. Yeah. The only real um, person of sense on that side of the equation. And he's still a, a fucking creep. He's I'm kind still of, like, I'm kind of on the Graham. Like I'm kind of on Team Graham here. He does some weird stuff that I don't like. Like uh, the episode where they're hunting the bird. He's all horny oh, for them yeah. killing that bird. He's just like, oh, I'd make a great trophy. Yeah, and very he's, true. He's got some weird stuff when he has to interact with women. I feel like. Devils here. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Graham shoots off his, his gun, and uh, this spooks Robert into letting him go as uh, Graham flees out the window. Luckily, they were on the first floor, so Graham could just scuttle away. <laughs> uh, so Celia is shocked that she was almost shot. Robert tells her uh, that they must be getting close. Someone must be looking People for People only shoot guns when you're close. I mean, that he kind of has make a sense. point, but... As we go on, we'll see if if that's really the case. Yeah. So, yeah, Robert's reasoning is someone must be looking for the map uh, because the Fountain of Youth is real and they're getting close. Uh, Celia says she doesn't care about the fountain anymore. They were just attacked. She almost got shot. Uh, she tells him uh, life is about living. And he's gotten so terrified of uh, growing old that he isn't living a real life. Uh, he tells her that uh, he's going on without her, and uh, it's her choice. And then pulls a gun that he had hidden out of the closet. <gasps> now, now two men have a gun. Huh? Now two men have a gun. Yes. And not to, not in case it sounds that way, he didn't pull a gun out on her. He just pulled a gun oh, yeah, out yeah, of the closet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, he pulled a gun out of hiding. Yes. Right? That he had squirreled yes. away in the closet, yeah. And he wasn't just like, see here, dollface, she. You've disagreed with me too many times. I'm gonna plug you full of lead, she. I'm starting to get the idea that you don't like this. Well, listen here, dollface, she. Why are they always telling people to see... There, there was a uh, real uh, people weren't eating vision problems. Yeah, you had a lack of vitamin C. 
Oh, uh, that's a good joke. I did a good joke. <clears throat> um, yeah, Rob takes his hit and gone. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Celia asks where he got that, and he tells her it's none of her business. And then he storms out. Being a little bitch once again. Um, so later, Celia pensively looks out her her, uh, window as her voiceover says. Also, cue the voiceover. Pretty much any time. Anytime she's alone. Yeah. It's hard to let go. So many years. So much time together. The countless nights laying next to each other. A glance passing between you that tells a world of thought. He had become like an unpredictable child I had to take care of. What could I do? Uh, so yeah, as this uh, goes on, as she keeps looking out the window, or as her voiceover goes on, uh, she looks over a very old-looking photo of her and Robert. Get this. Ooh. They look exactly the same. I'm starting Weird. to get suspicious that they... Weird. That might be a photo of their grandparents. I think it's either that or they were in one of those cool photo booths where it looks like... Oh, it might be an old... They might have gone to Old West World. Yeah, or something like that. Family vacation. So Swamp Thing uh, watches from outside her window like the fucking creep that he is. Of course. Uh, Then we cut to Arcane's lab. Uh, Arcane is uh, chewing out Graham about how poorly the break-in went. Uh, he tells Graham that if he wanted them shot, he would have said so. So Graham meekly defends himself by saying that he missed on purpose. And it's just like, that's the point that really makes me believe that he did not miss on purpose. That he shot by accident and missed by accident. Because his whole defense is just like, I I missed them on purpose. I didn't hit them. Yeah. I fired my gun. But, uh... <clears throat> Arcane's still pissed off. He he wants the map. He needs the map. And thanks to Graham's shenanigans, they don't know where Robert and Celia are. They fled the hotel. As most people would if they were almost shot. In a yeah. Hotel. No, we're staying here for the night. I booked it for the week. I am getting my money's worth. Uh, so, yeah, Arcane tells Graham to Can call... Can you imagine the inflation they've seen? Arcane tells Graham to uh, call the airport and have them ready his plane. Uh, he may have to pick something up. And so uh, back at Tress's house, Celia's talking to Will while they have uh, tea. Uh, she's worried about Robert going into the swamp alone. Uh, Will agrees to uh, to help her. Fi- um, Will agrees to help her find Robert, uh, but Celia insists that she comes along with. So in the swamp. Uh, we see Robert is being watched by Swamp Thing, and Celia's VO says, You were out there, watching. More tragic even than Robert, because you didn't ask for your fate. And so, uh, Robert takes a rest as Swamp Thing keeps peeping on him, and, uh, Celia continues, How foolish and undeserving of a gift we must seem to you, who's trapped in a prison far worse than ours. And uh, as Swamp Thing watches Robert, uh, we see him start to glow with a blue aura. Oh, Swamp Thing is intrigued. Uh, so in a different part of the swamp, uh, we see that Will and Celia are also on the search for Robert. 
Uh, so yeah, Will says uh, he hopes Robert has enough sense to take cover from the rainstorm coming in. Um, uh, hopefully he see he he saw the nearby Gator Shack, and it's just like I want to I want to go to the Gator Shack. It's, it's that would best, be cool. Best place to get Gator Nuggets. Ooh. Have there any, been any? Restaurants referred to as a shack. Um, I feel like the closest is like Pizza Hut. I think there was that rib place in uh, Germantown. Okay. Uh, Jerry's. I just meant. I just meant more like, like a rib um, shack. I meant more like a chain restaurant. Oh. No, just Radio Shack. That's that's the that's the only thing I could think of. But they were known for their uh, great smoothie. The battery smoothie? No, it was a all green uh pressed uh battery veggie slash no that they, they made it for me every week and they said it was vegetables. Those are batteries. So yeah, yeah, they hope that Robert's taken uh covering nearby Gator Shack. Uh so as Will and Celia enter the shack, uh Robert tries to get the drop on Will. Uh, but Will just blocks him and punches him in the face. <laughs> uh, so Robert pulls out his gun and points it at Will. And, uh, at this point, Robert isn't looking too good. Uh, he's starting to get, uh, some gray hairs and he's looking all wrinkly. Yeah, um, frantic. Looking he just frantic. must be stressed out. Um, he says that, uh, Will knows too much and he has to die. But Celia tells Robert that this isn't him. This isn't the man she fell in love with. Uh, So Robert doesn't shoot Will, but he tells him to leave. So outside, Will runs into Swamp Thing. Uh, He starts to tell Swamp Thing about Robert, but Swamp Thing already knows. He's, 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 uh, He's a pretty smart cookie there. Uh, Will says that Robert must be going crazy, but Swamp Thing says uh, his mental state is because of his advanced age. Well, it's like, what's up with that? Robert's only like, like 30, 35 maybe, at most. That's when Swamp Thing tells him, He's much older than that. I first knew from his aura. There's an energy from aging. A color. A heat. A very ancient tree will have that special energy will, but not a man. Not unless that man is almost two centuries old. So Will is confused. I don't know, something pretty much spelled it out for him. Well, he spells it out again. He's nearly 200 years old, Will, and he's dying. And we cut to commercial. On that cliffhanger... Ooh. Ooh. So the glow was a old thing, or uh, I thought before when I saw that blue glow that it was Swamp Thing healing him because he looked so rugged sitting there. Like, he looked so, like, broken down and old, but now it makes sense. Yeah, no, it's just his aura, his old man aura. I mean, it made sense at this point of the episode. Not now, like, at this very moment. Yeah. So, uh, back in Arcane's lab, uh, Arcane is looking over a map as Graham enters. Uh, Graham's nervous, but Arcane tells him, uh, all is forgiven. 
he believes he found what they were looking for. Yeah, let's uh, also mention that Arcane's uh, attitude has completely shifted here. Yeah. Yeah, he found the map uh, that indicates that the fountain is located on land that he owns. Right Perfect. here in town. Graham says that's great, but how did he get the map? Uh, so Arcane tells Graham about how the human brain uh, retains everything that we see, even though we don't consciously remember it. So with that knowledge, he kidnapped the bookseller and sucked the details of the map right out of his brain, uh, killing him in the process, though. What are you going to do, though? Yeah. And I think that's why Arcane's in such a good mood. Not only did he get, he get the thing... He got to he, kill someone? He, he, well, not only did he get the thing that he wanted, he got to kill someone with science. Yeah. I feel like Ar- Arcane likes... Yeah, it hasn't, it's science. been a while, and I think he's been thirsting for that. Uh, so, Arcane tells Graham that they've got some hiking to do. And then we uh, cut back to the swamp. Uh, Swamp Thing is standing out in the pouring rain as uh, Celia's voiceover says, It's a relief that you found out that we learned each other's secrets. How could anyone be afraid of being alone after knowing you? So back in the gator shack, Robert is telling Celia he's glad she came with. He tells her the fountain would mean nothing without her. Celia says she wishes she could believe that. She tells him to forget about the fountain. And just come back with her. He says that they can have both. Uh, and she pulls out uh, she pulls out a necklace and asks him what the alchemist told them when he gave them the liquid. And it's just like, whoa, where's this coming from? Whoa. Dropping some real uh, knowledge on us all of a sudden. That... So apparently... Shocking. The alchemist said, when it's gone, there shall be no more. Oh. Uh, so she tries to convince him to, to give up on looking for the, the fountain and just love her by, uh, by giving him a nice kiss. But just then, Will busts in as they were going to do... Ruining everything. He, they were going to do a nice big smooch and then Will just busts in. Uh, he says he came back to lead them out of the swamp. Uh, he says that the fountain of youth is just a myth. Robert says Will knows nothing of immortality. And Will's just like... Yeah, I know that you're 200 years old, dude. Oh. And then Robert looks, he just stares daggers at Celia and says, How could you have told him about us? And Will's all like, Us? I just thought it was you. Yeah, that makes sense. So at this point, Robert realizes he's busted, and uh, he tells Will about their magic life water, their aqua vitae. <sighs> Uh, they have to drink a drop of it each day, and when it's all gone, they'll die. So at this point, Robert starts to get super paranoid that Will is going to kill him and take the water for himself. Uh, so he pulls out his gun, but Swamp Thing busts in and pushes Will out of the way as uh, Robert unloads his gun into Swamp Thing, doing oh. nothing, but somehow also knocking Celia to the ground in the process. So uh, he grabs Celia's magic uh, necklace with uh, with the aqua vitae in it and uh, runs out of the shack. Will's like, "We should go after him," but Swamp Thing just tells him, "No, we've got to we've got to look after Celia." Actually, I don't think he knows their name at that point. Uh, so yeah, Celia's knocked out, but her uh, voiceover says, "And now, here I am, 
alone. So we uh, cut to Celia talking to Will and Swamp Thing. Apparently all her voiceover throughout the episode was uh, her telling uh, her story to Swamp Thing and Will. Oh. Celia says uh, Robert used to be quite a good man. Uh, It was his goodness that actually led them uh, to helping the alchemist in the first place. Swamp Thing says, uh, Your husband has been driven mad by his quest for immortality. Will asks if they ever tried to figure out what was in the water. And Celia says that it was just water with some trace minerals. And this confuses Will, because what about the water? Which, if it's yeah. just water, what one makes it work? And that's when Swamp Thing comes in and drops some fucking science on us. Uh, he says, uh. Their body chemistry. The water may just be a collection of chemicals until mixed with certain elements in their body's system. We're sciencing out magic. And then... They're activated. In this case, long life. Uh, so, uh, Celia says it was working fine until a few years ago when they started arguing all the time. That's when Swamp Thing has his eureka moment. Uh-huh. He says, Of course. Love. That's the key. Strong emotions create equally strong changes in the body's systems. Duh. And then he slaps himself on the forehead. It was your love that made the water work. And when your love ended... And then Celia finishes his sentence. So did our immortality. So uh, Celia says that she still loves Robert. And Swamp Thing says that's why she isn't uh, aging rapidly. And with that, she realizes that Robert doesn't love her anymore. And that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. So we cut over to Robert, and he is not looking good. He has aged even more, his hair's gotten even more white, and he's more. his hands are all wrinkled and covered in liver spots. He's in full old man mode now. He is, like most young people think, he is worthless to society because At he, this point, well, he is, dude. Look at him. What is he going to possibly contribute? Nothing to no one. He can be ground up into mulch. <laughs> Yeah, dude, recycling. That's what we're really about. Yeah. <laughs> worth it. It's so worth it. I'm gonna, we're going to grow such good corn. Ooh. And so, yeah, uh, we cut over to Robert. Yeah. Oh, I already said that. Um. So, yeah, he's uh, transferring the water from Celia's necklace to his own. And uh, somewhere else in the swamp, Arcane and Graham have found the fountain. Oh, or at least they think they have. First, they, maybe they also both comment about how it's uh, it's a little stinky. So uh, just then, a shot is fired, and Graham. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, oh, I'm Graham. I'm hitting the arm. They hit me in the arm. Oh, oh, my arm. Oh, oh, oh my arm. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Making it's, sad cat noises. Yeah, sounds. Um, so Robert points the gun in Arcane's face and accuses him of trying to steal the water. Arcane lies and says he just wants to study it. He's a scientist, don't you know? Robert doesn't trust him and uh, goes to fire, uh, but he's out of ammo. Shouldn't have fired so many shots in the swamp thing. Uh, so Arcane punches him in the face and disarms him. And that's the second time he's been punched in the face oh. to, to be disarmed in this episode. 
And uh, yeah, in, in a scuffle with uh, Arcane, Robert loses his necklace. And uh, as he's searching for it on the ground, Arcane is about to bash him in with a big stick. <laughs> uh, but before he can bash away, uh, Will shouts for him to stop. And uh, knowing it's not worth the trouble, uh, Arcane drops the stick and he, he goes to collect Graham. So Celia picks Robert up off the ground uh, as uh, he tells her that the water is gone, but at least he found the fountain. Yeah, that that's worth it. And then uh, Swamp Thing, ever the buzzkill, has to come in and say, No, Robert. This water will kill you. Tell him, Arcane. And uh, Arcane doesn't know what he's talking about until Graham reminds him. The fountain is fed by the stream that they've been dumping their uh, runoff from their site. Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, Swamp Thing says, <laughs> I do not know why Swamp Thing needs to say this after they, they said that they're, they've been dumping their cyanide experiments into this. He's just like... So what you do realize that does mean, which means it's poison. <laughs> like, cool, dude. We couldn't have figured out cyanide is bad. That, hey, I don't know. It's poison, right? He's so proud of himself. Uh, but at this point, uh, Celia tells Robert that it wasn't the water that was keeping them young. It was their love. And uh, without that, immortality is impossible. Wait, no, that's not possible. Immortality? Yeah, no, it's gotta be, it's gotta be real. Uh, it's hard to say. How are they gonna live forever now? I mean, Robert realizes he gave up on, uh, Robert realizes he gave up on her, uh, for Damn a dream it. that he could not obtain. Moron. He says, I have nothing, only death. And he, uh, he rushes to drink from the fountain, and then he says, uh, I did it! As he uh, falls to the ground and dies. So real uh, uplifting ending. Lol. <laughs> uh, <laughs> lol. Uh, as uh, Arcane uh, helps drag Graham away, uh, Will and Celia sit over Robert's body. Swamp Thing kind of stands to the side. Um, Y'all know he's dead, right? And uh, My Swamp Thing voice is Top notch. Fucking killing it, dude. But yeah, he stands over them as his uh, voiceover says, There are many lessons in the swamp for those who want to see. This time, one man learned too late what you already have is the source of life. And now he can't learn anything because he's dead. And that's, that's the episode. That was The Chains of Forever. Forever. Yeah, that was that. It was that. I mean, it was a decent mystery. They didn't uh, really give us the full... I I was pretty pleased that they didn't give us all of the information in the first five minutes of the episode. Yeah. There was stuff to find out late. Mm. Yeah. That was probably the most impressive thing. They managed to keep you along, keep... Yeah, keep I was, your, I was um, generally interested in seeing what they were looking for. 
kept the mystery going. Um, but yeah, yeah. What did you have? Uh, 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 you got more more thoughts on it? What would um, you, you say about this episode? It was it was decent. Um, you know, it was like I just said, it was uh, it was at least compelling enough to watch through. I feel like like it was. It yeah, it didn't it. It didn't have any weird slow parts. It didn't have like some. It didn't have pacing issues. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like it rushed along too quickly. It Arcane f- felt like a proper bad guy. He killed a guy. That hasn't happened in a while. I'm yeah, not saying I need Arcane to kill someone. somebody, but that was also a pretty grisly. Uh, <laughs> opens the door and there's just shock dude behind the door. Yeah. Uh. Um. But yeah, I, I do. I do think this was a pretty well paced episode. Yeah. It. it it utilized all its time pretty well. I don't think there was any points where it was dipping or they had to cram too much information. It was just kind of right. it, a steady it, drip it made all it throughout. True. But I thought I thought it did pretty well. I'd say the only thing that would make this better is if it had a, a monster in it, like another practical effect creature in it. Okay. Like they don't do that as much anymore. They had those something that's protecting the. Uh, they they there is the fountain and. Uh... There's a swamp thing protecting it. Yeah, but it's made of, like, rocks or water or something. Yeah. The water one would just be, like, some thin guy in, like, a sparkly blue leotard, though. Oh. You know that's how they do it. The life preserver. Hello, I'm the avatar. (laughs) I am the life preserver. Hello, I'm the avatar of water. (laughs) (sighs) So what do you give it? Uh, what do you give it? I haven't figured, I haven't decided yet. Oh, um, six. Six? Six, what's out of what? Uh, Chains of uh, Forever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah, this is one of the reasons why I don't, um, I usually don't rate yeah, but, then, with a rating the but then your rating is affected off of mine. No, 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 not your rating, but no, just until we're done talking about it. Oh, yeah, right. This, yeah, because this... Right. Because before... But that's why I think you should give yours first, because then yours won't be affected, possibly, by my score. No, it's not, it's not that it's affected by your score. What affected my score was the, combination, the conversation we had before. Right, I get that. Um, I just wanted, I just wanted to hear what you picked first. Oh, because um, I also don't have an idea of what I'm going to do it out of. Um, oh, but I originally, when we were coming in here, I, I would have probably given this about probably like a three or a four. Okay. I didn't dig on this episode too much, but the more we talked about it, the more I, you know, like I was saying, it's just like, oh, this is actually a pretty well-paced episode. I, I, I constantly am complaining about how they just don't use their time well in this show and this this one did definitely that was seem, the, yeah and one of the rare one of the rare times where, where they do yeah yeah this uh thinking about it it's like i was saying i, I would have liked a no even you know even their even their like science fictiony hook they were immortal people i mean i guess if i do have a complaint it would be the trying to science the whole magic alchemy thing that went on and oh love is the key you add love to all those elements and it works 
I like, think it's also that that was a pretty cheese ball uh, explanation. It's and tr- ending. Well, it's also they're trying to add science to magic, but they're also just using magic in their science. Then where it's just yeah. like the key ingredient of this formula is love. Mm-hmm. It's just like an okay. idea. Okay. Um. But yeah, uh, I think I'll also give this six, um, uh, six aquavites out of ten. Ooh, a six pack. Six, six pack. pack aquavites. <laughs> uh, I'm, I feel young once. forever. Oh, I drank too much now, I'm a child. And then just puke it all up. What happens if you puke up the, uh, what if you're sickly... And you gotta puke, and you drink some aquavitae, but then you puke anyway, because you were just, like, in the throw of it, and somebody just, like, splashed a drop. And then you puke up the aquavitae. Does, does it go to waste, or can you, like, pick it out of the garbage, and... No, I think it, I, I think it just absorbs on your tongue. Instantly? Or, like, it absorbs under your tongue. Instantly, though? Or does it, like... I think it would stay there. I th- I feel like uh, magic life water is 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 stickier than we think okay. it is, and, and it wants to be Ooh, in us. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, penetrating. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Man. Uh, but yeah, that was the that was the episode that happened. That did happen. Forty six times, we've done that. We sure have. <laughs> By the way, it was episode forty-six uh, in uh, that count. Mm-hmm. It was episode forty-six in that count of it, not in the season three twenty-four sense, but in the of what the, episode of, of the of the yeah. show we're on in general. Yeah, I, didn't I feel you. That earlier. I feel you. I'm picking up. What I you're feel you. You're breaking my heart. You're shaking my confidence daily. 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 Oh. For the long. Okay. No. (laughs) Nope. Um. I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about? Um. Breaking news. Breaking the news. Breaking the news. Have um, you gotten enough followers that you'll finally release your nudes yet? No, so soon. So soon. Nice. But Can't wait to see you hang that dong. Just wait, dude. Dong. With a hard G. Yeah. That's what people forget when they say dong. They don't, they dong. Don't. You need to really You really need to hit that G hard. G. You need to hit it hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to hit that G hard. <laughs> Uh, uh, with the dong, 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 dong. Okay, that is that was a pretty bad dong. <laughs> I, wa- I was watching that one the other day. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a grown man with children. I'm not gonna say bad dong anymore. <laughs> bad dong. Uh, all right, I think. I think that about cuts it. Then about does it. We're 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 at the part point where we're quoting panel shows now. <laughs> if you don't watch panel shows, watch panel shows. Watch panel that's, shows. That's there's good, so many. There's so many no British panel shows on YouTube. 
Yeah. That's a, that, the, you want to watch been, through an entirety of something on YouTube, this you has can been pretty much watch panel shows. Recommendation Corner. Yay. 8 out of 10 cats does countdown. QI. Um, Taskmaster. Regular, regular 8 out of 10 cats even is pretty decent. Uh, it's... It's a little too pop culture for me. I, I like oh, no. I like um I, I like playing along with countdown. Oh no. What about like Mac the Week or uh have I got news for you? Or Last Leg. Or um Did you say uh would I lie to you? I did not say that. You see, like Mock of the Week, Last Leg, um Those are all news based. Yeah, even um even eight out of the ten cats is more topical. Mm. But but those still have their like mock the week goes into a lot of the uh, acting bit like little not acting bits but short comedy bits where they'll go up on stage and mm-hmm. do whatever do their little monologue or whatever yeah but yes uh, recommendation corner I recommend panel shows and of course my recent favorite I know you're not a huge fan Celebrity Juice <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not my favorite no. no. I can tell. I, I don't hate it, but it's not something. It, it's not something I uh, would go out of my way to watch. Yeah, I can see that. It'll be over soon. I'm on. I'm on the end of seventeen. So <laughs> I think we will watch the same episode like the last time I was here. Maybe or maybe a few. Weeks I back. think I feel like that was a few weeks back. I think that was, that was before like, I started watching season. Yeah, one. I think that's when you were just jumping through them. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I think that's gonna it's gonna didgery do it for us today. Uh, <laughs> uh so until next time, I've been Meryl. And I'm Eric. I was Eric. And we will see you in the swamp. In the swamp. In the swamp, we will see you in the swamp. Swamp Things I Hate About You is now available on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, only dumb kids dream. <laughs>